say I learned a harsh les- lesson, and I don't know, it, uh, time will tell. Um, but man, uh, Vizio is not the brand that it used to be. That is no longer the pioneer, the progenitor of a fucking um, upper class flat screen panel, high definition screens. Uh, oh, goodness, are, wait, 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 goodness back, no. <laughs> back up, back up. Vizio was good. It was high class. I've never I heard thought these, it was. Dude, I've I, never heard these words in the same sentence. Bro, I've got a 55 inch, uh, 55 inch still kicking in the bedroom, and I've got my original like fucking 43 inch like still kicking downstairs. I have never had a single issue with either. You know, these, I I, but... I think the thing is is that you haven't heard these words because they have <laughs> they haven't been said since before PPR was a thing. Okay. But they were like Vizio was a great brand at one point, like mid aughts, right? But huh. like, yeah, not so much now. Um, hey man, uh, I like I said, I've got I've got decades old TVs from Vizio still kicking. Uh, that LG piece of poopy doo doo garbage. Um, but yeah, I had I had the most pleasant TV repair service experience ever. Like, uh, I I was just shocked. Like, I was expecting to like run around with like a chicken with my head cut off like this morning. Cause they were just like, Oh yeah, we'll get you set up uh, anywhere between nine to 12. And like, we, we know what that range means. That means like we could expect them at any point by the fucking end of business day to start of next week. We don't know. Those hours are very loose. They're fucking like looser than tennis shoes. Uh, but this dude showed up five minutes after the dot. Like he, he took me off guard. I'm still like preparing this, fucking garage sale of a room um and he was super quick and apparently uh vizio has a known issue with my particular model where an update can either kill the ability to output picture or kill my audio entirely so he had to completely swap out my motherboard and now we're good as new he had a fucking table out and everything i've never seen like the swiftness the courtesy and the overall like chill vibe of this tv repair dude i also feel awful because i didn't catch his name but um, he did, like, as we were gabbing, we gabbed a lot about wrestling, weirdly enough, because he saw all the fucking bullshit wrestling memorabilia around the room, too. Um, apparently, in the <laughs> in the television circles, when I asked, hey, man, uh, do you know anybody that's still working to professionally service uh, consumer-grade uh, CRT TVs? And he's just like, nah, dude, but there's one resource you might be able, you'd be surprised that that might be able to point in the right direction uh, just because they honor warranties. But apparently Costco, Costco has got the fucking, the DL on. Wow. uh, Yeah, it it threw me off for a second. But then, like, I I mean, like, much like their workforce, like, you don't stop shopping at Costco until you die. So, (laughs) like, I've now realized why. Like that membership uh, really sinks its fucking hooks into you. That's so where they, they get you. Do they just have parts available, or what? I, I'm, they, I'm trying they've to. Got, they've got apparently uh, maintenance men and women just like him, but certified and graded for uh, apparently, like from the aughts, as Ed mentioned, uh, before that transition. They they still have warranty coverage for all of those. Uh, SD and then we're transitional HD CRTs. The EDTVs of the day. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I still got one right right behind me. The uh, the 
previous CRT I was using before I realized, like, ew, 240p looks <laughs> ugly. Like, it looks like a melted crown on some of the colors. Like, it's not until, like, fuck, it, it's when you have that eye-opening experience where, where you, like, you can see for the first time. And you're just like, oh, I, I got to get, I got to get me them thick lines and them sharp, boxy pixels. Like, I got fucking, like, I want, I want that shit that, like, you have to enhance like that, like the fucking uh, New Line Cinema's 1995, The Net. Like, I need that shit. Dude. Oh, God. Um, but yeah, no, that was my that was my experience this morning so far. Um, can't really, can't really tell otherwise other than the fact that like I have been, oh man, just dragged around from my day job. I have not, I haven't caught up with shit other than like Nintendo's really ass backwards uh stance on uh preservation and emulation um like nintendo like showed their whole ass they a cop at, at this moment and i'm not i'm not a fan for it i am not here in the bleachers going Woo! um i don't know we might be uh later if we touch on the direct but um yeah this is gonna be a really chill episode of press pause radio episode 138 we're just going to talk about what's been in our console. We're we're fresh off the heels of uh Golden Zonkeys. We we're we're doing our thing. We've got working fucking equipment for the most part. Uh sans my like toaster of a fucking computer. This uh Alienware Aurora from God, when I get this computer guys, 2013, 2012. No, I got it earlier than that, like 2011. Somewhere around that. Yeah, 20, 2011. That that sounds about right. Yeah. It's it's the you know when computers thought they'd be badass if they were powering off of two graphics cards uh, at the same time, uh, apparently. <laughs> so, uh, so that's gonna be the next project in mind. But yeah, uh, we're we're just gonna go ahead and gab about what we've been plugging into our consoles, and uh, we'll have another episode uh, freshly available later, uh, shortly later out or shortly after. Uh, with a future topic, just like uh, the way we used to record. But and in the meantime, let's go ahead and start the show. So I I've got to uh <laughs> I've got to ask uh Ed cuz I don't know we've all been like just mentally exhausted um just from I mean everything in the world and and then like the the shit we put ourselves through to earn fucking income uh at the at the daytimes and whatnot um are are you aware of uh, apparently this secret conspiracy that Trudeau is conspiring with Soviet Union and that like the only course is for us to invade has this been uh floating around on your medias or your timelines uh, 
I, I don't know who said that, but like that's oh, some batshit insane woman. But go on. That sounds oh, really God. sounds really fucking dumb, really yeah. dumb. Um, that that was uh something shared by. What's what's the uh, adjective? Monumentally dumb. Like fucking exponentially titanic sized. Titanically dumb. Titanically dumb. Uh, uh fucking friggin' interstellarly dumb. Uh, universally yeah. dumb. Uh, gaping maw of a human being, Candace Owens, uh, uh, was the one who fucking put this trite out there. So, if that, I don't know. Between that and then uh, Ben Shapiro wanting to fuck his sister, I mean, that's uh. Why am I not surprised? Par for the course, though, right? Yeah. yeah. So, that that's that's what's like just kind of just been on on that uh, side of the aisle, news wise. Um, yeah. It's uh. <laughs> But hey, uh, Cuphead <clears throat> hit Netflix uh, this weekend, and it's you know, pretty fucking man, good. I don't know what to think of that. I think an animated series of Cuphead misses the point entirely. I, dude, you'd be surprised. I, I, I would be surprised. Couple... You're right. You should watch it. <laughs> you should watch it. I watched the first couple episodes, and I think a lot of people were like skeptical over how they could emulate the production value of the. Uh, just the overall old-fashioned production uh, that that Cuphead is like iconic for in its presentation, but I, as far as the rubber hose animation style and then the effects that they put in, uh, just I mean, again, you imagine oh, just throw in some film grain filters and then like some kazoo's and xylophones, and then you've got it. But man, it. It really does its best to just emulate that look and feel similar to that of the game. And it's got the same vibe and quirkiness of the game. I, I, I really enjoyed my first couple of episodes of it so far. Um, but, so... you know, I, I think the thing about that, the thing that bothers me most is that they're, they're, if they're going to make a, an animated series of Cuphead, right, then in my mind, they've got to go back to the original methods by which to make like a Felicia era era cartoon. I want like degraded audio and visuals in my rubber hose cartoons. Okay, Nothing else will they, do. You got there's a halfway there. You got to compromise. <clears throat> believe me, I'm telling you, the way they do it, like it's it's the best of both camps. And I and I bet you're saying, well, fuck that. I mean, is it really? Can you do that? So far, it's striking a nice chord. It's a very tight, tight rope, but like, I feel like it's hitting the vibe that it's supposed to. Just even then, between like all of the the various mannerisms and like the tropes that you would see between over exaggeratedly reactions and just like no, it's it's got like if anything, it's like what if what if Tex Avery had a time machine and he went back. In that era, he went to Fleischer and just like, okay, so check this fucking out. And then they just went on some weird ass, like, in fear and loathing of Las Vegas binger. And then that's that's a product. That is Cuphead. Like, it's... I, I honestly had the weirdest uh, apprehension that it would be like a John K. Bob Camp fucking joint. Like, it would be more Ren and Stimpy and anything else, which I do not fucking want. That, like... On, on that 
boat, I could totally get behind that. But it's not. It it really, I don't know. I'm only a couple episodes in, but uh, I was pleasantly surprised with it. Uh, what about you, Sean? I, I know your favorite video game to cartoon adaption is Pole Position. I mean, you got like fucking love that sweet noise. You, like that theme, that theme will never, probably the best goddamn Saturday morning uh, animated theme next to uh, Chase and the Wheeled Warriors. That had I mean, a fucking wizard in a uh, monster truck, mind you. A wizard who could cast spells, who drove a monster truck. <laughs> I mean, that is pretty sweet. Um, now I haven't even i I haven't seen the Cuphead yet. Um, <laughs> that's that's all I've got. I I haven't seen the Cuphead yet. <laughs> I haven't kept up with the latest Star War like the Cuphead. <laughs> the Cuphead. Yeah. Oh, the Cuphead! What's the Cuphead? Apparently, uh, I'm apparently I'm like 72 now. Oh, dude, I you know what, man? Define. I was weirdly surprised at how difficult it was to find it because I I don't know. Netflix's UI is a kind of a nightmare. Um, the way they put this out there, they they put out a Cuphead animation and then they also make it hard to find. Well, so it, under like re, like newly released. I figured I'd try to find it there, and I could not find it. Uh, definitely, uh, we did find the Texas Chainsaw Massacre sequel. Uh, it's all right. It's kind of it's pretty bad. Uh, Val hated it. She's gonna she's like resented me for the current holiday weekend and thereafter just for the fact that we put an hour and twenty three minutes into that mess. Um, but no, I couldn't find it there. But under the top five of what's trending on Netflix, it's number five, and that's how I found it. So, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's just a mess of things. Like, it does, like, a weird algorithm. Like, hey, because you watched this, or hey, because you fucked around and maybe even saw the trailer for this once, here's something that's remotely (laughs) relatable because they share, like, the same fisheye lens technique. Here, fucking, maybe you might like it. Yeah, I I, I can't, I don't know what, um... For uh... for what it's worth, actually, Cuphead came up immediately when I went over to uh, to Netflix. Right, meow. Huh. Yep, it's number ten trending in Canada right now. But uh, I yeah. I I want to. I I one day like when I get brave and and uh, maybe have like just muster up enough energy. I I really want to fuck around with Canadian uh, Netflix. I just need it's, to get the VPN. It's underwhelming. Okay, but do you guys have Tintin? No. Fuck. See, like I'm trying to think of like shit. I don't know. And then there, then there's Japanese Netflix that has like it's basically like, it's like secret menu Crunchyroll, which like it really is. No, oh, wow. Like, just like I, I can't and That's I can't, great. dude. I, so the other uh, video game, it is, dude. Uh, the other I video game. I can't. I can't stop thinking of how accurate that is. <laughs> uh, fucking. Uh, the other video game adaptation, which is quite good, <laughs> but very mad. In fact, I'm. I am penning a review, and I'm really angry about like just how it was done. But um, uh, Shenmue the animation, and uh, so it is dubbed. It, the dub is ready. However, if you want, it's it's a joint production between Adult Swim and Crunchyroll. But the only way to watch the dub, the only way to do that, 
is through Adult Swim. Adult Swim does not have an app. You do need an active cable TV service provider. So I am piggybacking off of other people just to get the opportunity to watch it dub. Otherwise, I have free reign to watch it uh, subbed with Japanese Idol. And, and, and let me tell you something. Let me tell you, in, in all my years, and all of my obsessive eccentricities regarding this franchise, why in the ever-living fuck would I want to watch this in Japanese when I've had the opportunity to play it in Japanese for years and have chosen not to? Because I need, I need that awful, horrible, short-sighted fucking English dub. And to Adult Swim's credit, I think that that's another, like, we're going to go as far as this we can, but we can't make it too bad. <laughs> so, uh, but none of the um, none of the uh, voice actors from the game, even from uh, what they got, which is weird because this animation was funded through the uh, Kickstarter. It was worked on during the inception of three. That's I think the biggest uh, thing is the anime moves quick and it immediately calls towards uh, stuff that happens in three. Like, even though they're just covering, like, within the last two episodes, it covered the first 25% of, well, I wouldn't say 25, I would say, like, 15, 20% of the game. To the point where, like, this next episode may even, at this point, we'll start spoiling it for Val, because she was playing it, we took a break from it, but she's just like, oh, I think they caught up to me, and we're not even on episode three. Um, but yeah, I I would definitely recommend it, if you haven't gotten the chance to watch it. Uh, Sean, do you have cable? I've got like nothing. I think I, I have a shared Disney Plus account. That's about it right now. <laughs> Damn. I'm just I'm living, just... living, living the living the '90s, early 2000s dream. Hey man, I'm all for it. We, we you and I, we're gonna binge that Chip and Dale reboot. Yeah. There we go. That's a, okay. That's a good idea. That that's a great idea. <clears throat> all right. Well, before we we get into plans for that, uh, as we mentioned. Really chill episode, uh, Press Pause Radio 138, myself, Ed, and Sean. We are just going to we're gonna go off Queen uh, on what we've been playing, what we've been dabbling in. What, go what off Queen. Is... Did, you, did you just? I did. Oh, my God. Uh, we might touch a little bit on the Nintendo Direct. I was surprised. Um, I, 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 it wasn't what I wanted, but it wasn't what I was expecting. So, like, that's the best... Uh, that's a, and and like I say that mostly to a uh to a good degree though I don't know um which is I, I don't know uh according to Nintendo in recent shareholder uh, conferences and and what they've made uh public to the press uh they are stating that we are now just approaching the halfway mark of the Switch's life cycle so we we I don't know what we'll be expecting going forward into the next couple of years as uh, the PlayStation 5 and uh, Series X and S go on, but um, they, they, there's still plenty of mileage with the Switch, apparently. So, um, with that being said, yeah, let's go ahead and let's, let's touch on uh, the Direct real quick.
Monster Direct. Who who here got to glimpse at um, what we got to check out? Crickets, huh? Nobody? So I followed some announcements and live tweets, and, I mean, unfortunately, it was during a working hour for me. Surprise. <laughs> but... Yeah, that's... I, I totally feel you, dude. Um, and, like, Nintendo does take a while to archive it. Um, were there any highlights for you from what you were able to catch secondhand? You know, honestly, I'm not going to lie. I think I was a little distracted with um, everything happening. Well, I mean, this did technically come a little later, but just the the Wii, the Wii U and 3DS stores just kind of... Holy shit, I totally forgot. That also got announced. I, I mean, yeah. we can touch on that, too. Um, we did do that big episode on uh, what to get from the Wii prior to it shutting its doors. Um, Which is very, uh, very grim timing. I mean, you know what, though? I, I will give Nintendo this. Like, they did definitely give us advance warning. They're just like, you got 12 months, fuckers. And... I would be less upset about it if not for the fact that there's been, I, I don't know the, as weird as it sounds, the only uh, platform that's made a consistent effort to just properly preserve and curate these like legacy titles has been Microsoft, especially with like what they've made backwards compatible and even facelifted between like the Otogi games and fucking uh, Panzer Dragoon Orta like the older forces fucking blinks the time sweeper looks brilliant on <laughs> series x like uh shit like that and even then what they've also carried on to do with the 360 and the, the, fa the fact the 360 is still live and kicking you can't have more than one registered to you of course so like that's been my difficulty with me you know crossing the streams between regions I find uh, but... it uh, very ironic overall though it's like if if, if you would have asked me or, or not asked me if you would have told me that Microsoft and the Xbox would be the ones to hold up some more like legacy libraries and keep their older systems alive longer. And Nintendo would just be pulling the plug. I'd be like, what? No. I mean, I think it's just the fact that Nintendo is still, they're still behind the curve on this sort of thing. Like when you find out like the whole thing was held together by like 12 servers and only one of them was for like the 3DS. That's mind-boggling. To me, like the the very image of that, I just picture like that, uh, like that really disheveled like IT room that's got like four fucking like shop fans blowing on it as it's constantly running on like God only knows what sort of power source. Like I was gonna say, hopefully, hopefully the 3DS server wasn't just a Wii U. I would not be surprised. Like, <laughs> yeah. Just, just, I mean, yeah, uh, <laughs> like a dev unit Wii U. They just have... It's just got... It's, got, it's using a fucking wireless uh, Xbox 360 receiver, like pre-fucking built-in Wi-Fi. Oh, uh, man. It's still software. using, like, USB 2.0. Like, it's, it's... We're giving her all she's got. Uh, the software function is actually on a disc. Just Dude. like the menus and everything that, that, that we hold so dear at Nintendo eShop, it's all on a disc. It's not just on any disc, though. Like, it, to, to keep it hidden amongst, like, only only privileged employees of Nintendo. 
Uh, it's actually a secret Netflix Wii disc that isn't actually the Netflix Wii disc. It is <laughs> the fucking oh the <clears throat> the coveted source code to the server. Um, and it's the size of the game. Uh, it's, it's the size of a GameCube disc. Yeah, that's the tell. That's the tell right there. You ever you ever just uh, go to the Wii and click on the Netflix menu option just to feel nostalgic about the sound, what what Netflix used to sound like? And anyway, I, um, I you guys so you guys know that I collect uh uh video game music records and some of them I I do my best not to disclose a, a, like the source of some of them because a lot of them are bootleg. But I will say this because I'm not a part of it, so fuck it. I'll like I'll blow the lid on it. And plus, it's openly on eBay. Uh, there is a record that's just primarily the uh, all the soundtracks, uh, and music to like Wii applications, the shop, everything. Um, it is like hundreds of dollars now. I have I mean, a chance. Some of those it's are so bops. good. Some of those are bops, though. Like <laughs> yeah, dude. Some of those are fucking jams. Like let me tell you. And I'm like, it's Man. the one. Fucking Wii Shop channel for days. Yeah, guy, dude. For sure. It's one of the longest tracks. It's the one like that like Val has specifically asked for. I'm like, I, I, if we get the chance to reasonably get this, I will not feel good spending more than a couple hundred dollars. But if we can get this, like, I, this is the only one I want. Because I, like, I got her, uh, I got her Kirby. Um, I got her some other releases. But, like, uh, yeah, that one has escaped our grasp. And, like, I don't think we'll get it. But, hey, fuck it. I got Ring Fit. So, like, I'm good. So we'll figure it out. And then like, yeah, I, so I, at some point I'd like to do like similar to what we did for uh PlayStation and before they fucking God, we had egg on our face. Like we published that episode two days later. Ah, JK. Um, I don't think that Nintendo is going to psych us out. I think they're going to go through with it, but uh, yeah, we, that's a future topic down the line. Uh, and I'd like to come up with some recommendations. The only thing I can think of off the top of my head um, that hasn't already been re-released, like there are very few Wii U exclusives, uh, Dr. Luigi and Pokemon Rumble U. Uh, Pokemon Rumble U, I think, is absolutely a product of its time. Like, like I, it's hard to enjoy it unless you were there from the beginning because that was the that was one of the pioneers of Toys to Life with the little uh, gotcha figurines that you can actually save data and use and bring into Pokemon Rumble U. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Crimson Shroud for the fucking 3DS. Pocket Jockey. There, There's quite a few uh, releases that we will absolutely have to touch on. But, um, yeah, dude, it sucks shit. I just... I feel like with the install base and, like, just how much uh Nintendo's been able to get with uh the Switch. I I do not see why these games aren't carried over, especially with Switch Online. Oh, definitely. I mean, then there's more than enough feasible ways that they could do it. And just the oh god, even just like the fact that the uh very uh, FAQ disappear with folks basically asking, so how are we how are folks going to be able to access these games in the future and and the general answer when it was still there at least is my understanding is that it was basically just oh you know subscription services such as nintendo online and that's that's essentially what they're doing is they're saying well if if you want to access the you know if you want to access all these games that 
were available before for you know at least some sort of ownership whatever you even call ownership these days with everything we've got going on with drm like well no it's all subscription based now i it, but like that's the thing too and like like i i need to jump ship i am no longer i everything like i would say easily 70 percent of everything i've bought over the last 10 years for ios is now been soft locked because apparently the devs didn't want to pay an additional licensing share for their shit to work on the new iOS update. And like, unless I root my phone, which I've been considering like the possibility of just like, cause I legally do own this. I'm going to root. Like I cannot play uh fucking, I cannot play like, what was the game I was thinking of? Like a uh, infinity blade. I can't play any fucking copy of infinity blade i own these games they are mine but none of them will work uh on my current uh iphone device so yeah no dude it it sucks and apparently um boutique publishers that focus on releasing physical releases for uh lower profile games or just the preservation of certain games uh like most prominently being limited run uh josh fairhurst already said that the uh, apparently the code and the uh, license to uh, release for both DS and Wii U, gone. You cannot do it, cannot secure it. And Nintendo will not issue another license. So uh, that was a bridge they waited too long to cross. But also, it's, I don't know, man. I've, I've been like somebody that's been in the Wii U's corner from the start it's it's definitely one of the weaker nintendo consoles but it had a lot of its charm that shined in in various moments and now like you just see these fucking people hop out of the woodwork like expressing so much disdain and bum bummerness towards the whole thing i'm like fuck you dude you didn't care when it was open you didn't (laughs) like right fucking i like the virtual boy more than the wii u this is this is fair that's fucked isn't it like the like, the console I, that Nintendo like even denies exists in some cases. Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, what Virtual uh, Boy? You mean the Oculus? No. No, no. <laughs> well, I mean, I'll I'll be able to dabble around more with that when uh my fucking uh, you know Virtual Boy Virtual <clears throat> Tap comes back. You know what's really fucked up about the whole situation? I I'm still right on the fence of spending six hundred bucks on a Space Invaders version for Virtual Boy. Dude, I, I don't, you know, but you know what I'm, what I already did. I spent money and I'm waiting on it. Should be arriving sometime in May flash boy so that I can just play. I already got my stupid ass expensive uh, virtual boy game, which is Jack bros. I I am not, I will probably buy like Nestor's funky bowling. If I see it on a deal, maybe if I get lucky and I find it at the bottom of some fucking milk crate at a, at a yard sale, a water world and such, but no, no, no flash boy will be sufficient for me. This more than ever in regard to Nintendo stance and how they like have approached and addressed the situation makes me feel all the way cooler about like how i've like maintained like my my retro uh ventures if anything like fuck it for all the boys and girls out there like i support both i'm i'm all about like pursuing and purchasing software and media while you can to do so but if you want to play it like fucking hacker man that shit like jump on a fucking keyboard fly through the grid 
Angelina Jolie, I don't give a shit. Like, open, open that thing up, do what you need to do, play the games, because no one out there is going to help you do it otherwise, regardless of how many bills you have in your wallet. So, damn shame. But uh, I, I can reasonably understand the distraction uh, concerning that, but aside from like Nintendo's backwards ass shittiness towards this uh this situation what uh again what, what may have do you believe it like did did Vorby did Vorby catch your eye cuz Vorby caught my eye like, I was just going to bring that up uh the, how how do they phrase it I I got to I got to check this out again it's, it's it was mouthful mode it, it's, that sure looks like a <laughs> mouthful there it is yep <laughs> Yep. Hey man, I'm I'm for it. I I we always wanted this. We always wanted this and I think that this new spin and twist um I dig it because here's the thing that I think worked against Sakurai and everybody still like keeping Kirby relevant where um I, Kirby may be a little too late to the the three-dimensional plane. Uh Super Mario Odyssey is kind of 3d kirby so like it's you know i can um, get behind that yeah it, yeah. it and, and it's a good thing but like that like in 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 the rawest form of like what you'd imagine for the fi- foundational dynamics that define a kirby game that is i don't know that is the closest we we would get so now you're doing this in a post mario odyssey landscape like how do you like I I will say the biggest like the saving grace is absolutely like the full functional co-op something Odyssey doesn't have. Uh, I I would say more grounded, structured, and less uh, oblique or cryptic puzzles is another fucking thing that Kirby has in its favor. Um, and just the overall personality and the fact that like you can uh fucking stuff a whole rusted ass vending machine in your mouth without fear of tetanus and then get yourself some hosties. Uh, and then like, that's it. Like that's, that's, uh, I mean, I, I'm sorry. Like it's gross and it's just, it's still fucking hilarious and funny. I'm, I'm for it. I'm all for, uh, fucking like kink vord, uh, Kirby and, <laughs> and like fucking like, I can't wait to only fans the shit out of this lost forbidden land. So uh, on a, a forgotten land, sorry, forgotten land. On a on a more wholesome note, um, I am I am also uh, excited. Um, the Chrono Cross thing sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I was gonna say, can we talk about that? Like, yeah, absolutely. You go go on ahead. I'm I'm curious to hear your thoughts on it. Actually, so like, okay, so Chrono Trigger obviously better of the two, in my opinion, right? But like Chrono Cross is. Uh, it was prime for like a re-release for a long ass time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm surprised that it's going to a Nintendo system, but I, I think the the thing that really jumps out at me most is the Satellaview, uh Radical Dreamers is going to be included in it. Yup, and which see... is a big fucking deal. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I was hoping you'd mention that just because. So, when Collection of Mana came out. Collection of Mana is essentially emulators that are running the titles, and hmm. there's an official translation for Trials of Mana that they've already been able to uh, retrofit and get working on actual SNES hardware. So now we have it complete. So now we're going to get nice. that same sort of treatment 
for Radical Dreamers, and I'm really curious just like to see what the uh, official translation is in standing up to like the years long fan translations that have been circulated. Right. And uh, like it, Radical Dreamers is like for the diehards in, in like, dude, when I was in that chrono rabbit hole, I, I think what square misses and like, I, I don't know. I'm really curious. And that'll all depend on how they attend to some of the, like the contextual transitions of, of uh, the plot that bridges the two games in radical dreamers is that square believes that the, the majority of the appeal is just the, the overall world dynamic and universe of, of the chrono games. Like as far as, uh, just that the the periods the um the pocket in between time and stuff like that when really the appeal has always been the characters and how they were characterized in in view in light of these circumstances and then like i think that's one of the biggest criticisms in cross is that the characterization like they they had a pretty lofty standard to live up to and that people don't want to see more of the world they want to see more of the characters that mm -hmm. were born of the world so I I still think that Cross is great in its own merit, like which I mean, I, people... I I think if the, you'll you'll have to uh, correct me if I'm wrong, I think they they uh, created some kind of there were so many characters in yeah. Chrono Cross they created an algorithm by which their their speech would change it would be automatically changed according to who was saying the stuff. So like different dialects and different words and and characterizations within what they were saying were changed, but it was still using the same base text. I, I'm pretty sure that's what had happened in Chrono Cross. Uh, they they developed some crazy algorithm for all like forty some odd characters. Uh, I think that's a pretty cool uh, a pretty cool feature myself. I kind of think that what would be really cool and make Radical Dreamers all the more impactful is because it stands as a very loose, albeit uh, still valid bridge mm. if there were various because there are choices that you can make that again don't lead to anything substantially contextual it's the same manner of like how near end game of chrono trigger and it's like 23 endings that you can do things that are are just there for the like the flavor text of the the overall plot that don't doesn't like significantly impact it like uh saving lucia's father for example uh and stuff like that uh i'm sorry uh, lucas um i kind of feel like if they toyed around with the fact that you can you have them bundled together and that you optimize that algorithm that you made mention of that there should absolutely be some more contextual ties and and what responses and uh overall dialogue that you get and maybe even some not necessarily significant, but some of the more filler events just mm -hmm. to make the package a little bit more immersive, a little bit more different. If anything, I guarantee like uh, the big appeal for those who do care and want to play this is just going to be the fact that the game might actually be also uh, optimized to run at one consistent fucking resolution. And then, so like, if you do want to play it on a flat screen that you're not going to like just drop sync anytime you want to go into your pause or inventory. Screen. Uh, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be like the big thing, just the technical aspect of it alone. But it looked good. Um, you know, Chrono Cross, big deal. Fucking live a live, dog. Oh, or yes. Yeah. And like. Oh, and live alive. The, wow. Or live alive. Live, live alive. Yeah. 
it is live alive okay yeah live alive live alive um uh, also that, front mission first yeah and i mean uh with a second behind the corner too. Uh, yeah i mean front mission second i believe was psx only in japan so that'll be nice to see um but also that Live Alive has gotten the Octopath Traveler treatment in its presentation. It's fucking wild looking. I uh, saw that and I was kind of stoked. Yeah, dude, there's a lot. And then and even some of the other low-key, like we're getting uh, the Klonoa collection, oh, which we've been yes. rumored. Dude, I... Man, I've got to stream Klonoa too. I love that game so much. It's It really does not get its due. It's like, so good. You're the fan of... Here's the thing. I had Klonoa 2 before I had a PlayStation 2. That's got to say something. Yeah, it was near... Uh, it was one of the game. I think it was one of those games that, like, was released somewhat after the launch. Like, it was in the... If you were to say the launch window of the first six months, it was released in that time. Oh, yeah. Launch and, window, for sure. Yeah, and it just did not get its due. And I don't know what it is, but well, Klonoa has this... Hold on. It did actually get greatest hits. Like oh. ten years after the fact, and yet it's still <laughs> probably selling for like two hundred bucks still. On, I I on will bet you. Yeah. Well, it was, there was such a gap, right? Yeah. Um. But yeah, it, it, every Klonoa game, even the Game Boy Advance games, if you have any passing interest, just fucking buy it. It, it just buy it as opposed to like getting curious later and, and I really more money I, down. I, I really want the Wonder Swan version, but that's kind of gotten out of control. <laughs> It it has, but like, I, so the Wonder Swan core is something that's being worked on through um, uh, the Mister, and uh, I need to set up my Mister to where it can simultaneously, uh, just output out to both the um my Tate PVM and my soon to be like, uh, standard PVM that I'm gonna just replace my my JVC with. I'm just going all PVM and kind of consolidating and making things cleaner here, so, just so that way, while they're simultaneously outputting, at any point that the fucking Wonderswan goes Tate, I can just switch screens to the left and to the right and just fucking I, it would be a dream, an absolute delight. Um, I yeah, just want to play it on my little pink Wonderswan. <laughs> Gosh, just looking at the Klonoa prices right now of the because I have the Wii version. Oh yeah, that jumped up. Yeah, I missed that boat. Shit. Yeah, um, and I, I remember it was like one. It was like the third game I bought for the Wii in like 2008 when I was late to that party. And well, that's the I I got that shit for ten bucks new. Mm, Yep, nice. Hey, but the collection is using that version, Ed. Hey, I'm all right with that. There you go. So, um, all we need now is that fucking weird ass Klonoa volleyball game, and and ah say. yes, I wonder how so, much that goes for. I have to look into. I it. I have not checked. I loaded it on my Sio, and I was I'm just gonna, like, I'll get to this later. I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna dig into that right now. No, but uh, I saw one copy of the Klonoa Wii for like three hundred bucks new. That's so fucking dumb. And all then right. there's uh yeah, complete in box, but the box is clearly like a PS2 box and not a Wii box, and it's still asking hundred bucks for it. About fifty bucks. Oh, dude, wait, better get to it before the YouTube ruins it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. fuckers. Uh, so I guess with that, uh, Nintendo Direct, pretty neat. Um, uh, big things missing. Metro Prime Four. 
not it's just not looking great. Um, lots of more demos are out. Um, uh, Switch Online, I think, got some upgrades. We got Star Fox. Or no, not Star Fox, I'm sorry. Uh, Majora's Mask. I think Star Fox is already there to begin with. I'm working on that one-headed run, by the way. Ooh, curious to... Yeah, so I can do it no bomb, no death on Route 1, but Route 3 is problematic. Um, at one point, I'm going to fuck around with it, but somebody's... And I, and I see no point why, unless they do it a certain way, but they chose not to. But someone is currently porting it over to the Genesis, and it looks interesting, but I'd rather them port it to the Sega CD and I use the Sega CD I mean, I saw it, but, like, well, scaling is one thing. Like, the thing is, is that Super FX use, like, real 3D, so it, it probably wouldn't work that well. I don't know. I'm I'm curious to, to see, nonetheless. All um, I'm saying is that it does look neat, but, like, eh. Eh. It, it runs worse. Yeah, which there's that's only so much you can do with a curio. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's the same way I feel right now with Tomb Raider running on the Atari Jaguar. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> like, I don't yeah. need it. Like, I know I'll I'll just, like Tempest is fine. I'm just gonna play Tempest. Um, yeah, okay. So I think we're we're all handily good to just jump into what's in your console. Let's fucking do it. What's in your console? Me? I, I've been talking way too oh. much. Sean, what's in <laughs> your console? Well, actually, a handful of things um, for the first time since, well, 2022 hasn't been that long. Uh, I got Metroid Dread. I'm so happy that you did. How do you feel? Oh, my God. It's so good. It's I, I can definitely see how some folks would say it's the... I, I don't know if it's going to be my favorite Metroid personally, but I can see the appeal of why some folks would say it's like the best Metroid game. I mean, and especially so one complaint that I've had actually a couple of other friends mention is the whole uh, scenario of basically like, you know, you got to run away uh, before you die um, when you get into the uh, the special time chamber. So to me, that also harkens back to like the SAX in Fusion. Like, we, we've we already dealt with this, and Nintendo's just giving us a little bit more of it. I did forget to mention Nintendo Direct also uh, teased a uh, new Dread mode. Which, because that's the thing, that was the biggest criticism mm. that was lobbied to Dread, is the fact that, like, a lot of the tension was artificial because of just the fact that, like, there, what was the point of really trying to survive the Emmys if, like, it, it all, like the consequences seem so just minuscule in light of a game over screen and some frustration. So yeah, you fuckers want to go wee, wee, wee. And like now you got a dread mode. I mean, and, and it's great. Cause like I previously during that, I'm just like, if you guys want like a hard mode, nuzlocke that shit. Like, right. and, and, and that's, but now Nintendo's just like, Oh no, we got you fam. And you can, <laughs> you can nuzlocke that for realsies. 
Um, and I have yet to dabble in it because I'm terrified of that prospect. But uh, have you checked that out yet? Did you download that update? I, I'm, I mean, imagining that, that that certainly came out while you're in the middle of a fresh game. So not, but I'm just, uh, I have yet to do it myself. Yeah, no, I'd have to look that one up too. But uh, in general, I mean, my the overall vibes I'm getting, and, and some folks would, might disagree, with it, but I, I seriously stand by Dread. I feel like is what Metroid Other M wanted to be. Not even saying that I think that Other M is. A, I know we could talk about this for hours, so I'll be careful. But not not even to say I, I think Other M is a bad game. Like I just don't think that it did what it was intending to do for fans, which is what Dread, in my opinion, is doing. I can absolutely get behind that. Um, as far as uh, another thing too that I've like heard weird um criticisms for and i don't know i i can't personally um get behind it but zdr as far as a, a, a landscape and a world um the i don't know it has such an agency in its design like i even when like i felt lost i felt as though the game the world just still responded to me in a way where i can still like exercise various options or be given like just the ever so slightest like telegraph to kind of tug and and pull at whatever other nook I may have missed and and it absolutely encouraged that exploration to just such a degree to where nothing felt like cryptic or overbearing uh but also like I know you and I butt heads on it I I like fusion, but I can't, I could never stand just the stop and start like handholding of it. And I feel like dread really struck a very fine balance with that. Uh, in addition to what, what I think they also learned from the 3ds uh, entry of returns, which again, it, it I mean that just jumping into dread after that, it also felt like familiar territory though. I feel like there's a, there's a much more, I would say elegant design in just the flow and not only just the flow, but just the care to attention of a sequence breaking and skipping the games uh, like pivotal points just for the speed running aspect of the game, which man, everything like I haven't seen world design that immaculate since super Metro. Like I stand behind it. Like, well, you I, mentioned the, uh, I was going to say too, you mentioned the handholding in uh, fusion and I will say it is nice to basically experience in dread, like save rooms that are just save rooms in addition to the, you know, like the navigation rooms. Yeah. And I, you know, as far as the one thing that people, kind of also just lob against the series of just how much of an inference like you the player has like the onus on the player to infer a lot of like the world building dynamics like it's it's very subdued and there isn't much personality as a result but i couldn't disagree more especially like out of all the games that have showcased like uh like an element of personality to just what's going on dread i think really hits the mark like I mean, if you want, like, just fucking lore and lore, I mean, Prime will do that for you. And, like, Prime puts that at your pace. I, I dig that to an extent. Like, if you really want to fucking eat up, like, yum, 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 like, what's going on? Cool. But with Dread, like, it happens so organically. And just the fact that, like, 
the way they did Samus, especially like, and I don't want to spoil it. There's, there's so much more that goes into it and like how they establish her character and even go back into kind of just the crescendo of all the previous games leading up to this point in dread. Like I dread is, I I wish it got more of its due. Like it's doing really well commercially and like critically everybody's pretty much like, yeah, it's all right. I just kind of like, I'm bummed that people like the Emmy mechanic, like people love or hated. How do you feel about it? Like, have you, come across your first like actual Emmy since like being introduced to uh, the tutorial mechanics and everything. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally fine with it. Like, uh, like I said before, it kind of harkens back to me, like the occurrences of like just running from the SAX, like, uh, and it yeah, is a little, like the SAX, it, I, I don't remember, like it could, the SAX had a little bit more room to chase after you. Right. Sort of. I mean, there were there were times where it was a pretty close call, but yeah, and and either way, it was still like, it was basically insta death. Only uh, the checkpoints actually, as far as I remember, in fusion, the checkpoints there were actually a little less forgiving because it's like, okay, well, it's just a you know, it's a death, as in it's a death. So you go back to the safe spot you were at. Whereas with the Emmys, it seems like it's more uh, checkpoint based, where you can go right back to where you started and just give it another go. Have you been able to do a, a successful counter so far? No. <laughs> really? Though I've it's... only I've only had three encounters total, but um, yeah, each time it's been. You, you have two windows. Yeah. So yeah, so like I've I've and they been are able thin. To... They are very thin. Oh my god! Like they are frame perfect. It's insane. But like I I'm amazed at how many I got on that on the last opportunity like the moment that shit just goes anywhere near my 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 lady neck. And quite uh, frankly, I mean I just call that I I think it's a good design mechanic cuz it's like, you know, some people might be like, "Well, you need more of a chance." And it's like, "Well, no, your more of a chance is, you know, better get away from this thing before it completely fucks you over because <laughs> your second I, chance is going to barely be a chance." I mean, the 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 atom bot is all column itself even says like you know you've you've got a 99 percent like mortality rate <laughs> like well yeah and and but even then i think uh the one thing is is that they're a little bit more imposing uh near the start just because of the the lack of mobility uh abilities that you get later as far as traversal um, and but even when you're like nearing like end game, like late game stages, uh, with all of the various techniques and moves that you have to maneuver in in just like fucking totally workshop out of that the the levels in uh, dread, like there the verticality aspect, like because like unless you're like really like you are a uh, sure shot marksman for. Uh, the grapple beam or some of the other, and even then like some of the evasive dodges that you'll get whenever you are in a uh, corridor that that's more vertically minded, uh, the Emmys, they'll wall crawl and a lot of that, even when you're making use of all the other environmental uh, fixtures, the walls at that point are going to be like your main method of trying to jump up or down. And then, like the that's the one thing I think I like kind of learned as a technique is that um, Emmys will be able to scurry very quickly up, but like say you're falling down, they won't follow suit to also fall down and beat you to it. They will still use the walls to crawl down, 
But at any point that like you found yourself in a position where up is the only direction and you got to make use of the quarter to do it, it's very likely that you'll get caught. And sometimes by no fault of your own, just because you have very little options, you're they're crawling literally among the runway that you need to use, that being the wall. So like I, I, I feel like there could have been a little bit more there, but I you know, man, it's supposed to instill like an air of just tension and suspense. Like I, I imagine I liken it to like running around in a house. Even if you were to evade like a serial killer in the same house, at some point, like you can like corner yourself. So that's the way I try to liken it to where you're not supposed to like feel like you can handle any specific situation at some point you will be overpowered you will be cornered and that's a whole fucking appeal of the mechanic to begin with so that's that's the one thing i just had to remind myself but i'm glad you're digging it. how far are you i mean i'm only about like an hour in total <laughs> so not super far did you did you at least get past the part that like broke david jaffe's brain Oh god, did I? I I don't think I'm that far. Just, <laughs> let me know when you get there. Do you remember that sequence? You remember that room that he shared on Twitter was just like, this is fucking stupid. I I remember him blowing Yeah, I remember him blowing up about that, but I I, I just personally I don't I think he just spoke out of a place of like like that to me is like tell me you've never played Metroid without telling me you've never played Metroid. That was my impression. It's like don't eat, like how how long would he even last in like Samus Returns? Like you want to no, talk about I mean I, I just mean Metroidvania games in general though. Like I, I try to think of them. I don't think many of them abuse the whole uh invisible collapsing wall. Uh, dynamic much like Metroid does because if anything it you know some people don't it, it's in that same vein of like a point and click adventure like how fun is it when you're trying to learn something and there's something that's just really like aloof in, in its puzzle like if, if you feel like the only way to move forward is to click everywhere until you get a reaction like how how well is that designed I mean some people have that mentality like how like, how cool are you at exploring when, like, your one response is to literally shoot every every inch of the wall or ceiling? So, like, I can get behind it to an extent, but it's still, like, the biggest telegraph is the fact that, like, there's this other corridor above a collapsible ceiling where you see enemies. So why on earth would they show you enemies in this one spot? Like, they're, you know what I mean? They're, it's little dynamisms like that, like, where it's the game subtly cluing you in. I'm like, you should fuck with this a little bit more. Like, see these things? Wow. How, how could these things exist? So I don't know. But yes, uh, suffice it to say I have dread. I really dig it so far. And yes, I, I doubt I will have a, a Jaffe style rage quit moment, but Hey, we'll see, I guess. I, <laughs> when you get to that moment, like highly uh, doubt it. No, no, no. I mean, you. I don't think you'll have a Jaffe moment. Like we're we're all we're all fucking. I'm confident we're okay. We're we're none of us are at risk for such a thing. But like, um, just if if you do because I think there's two areas that I think are a little uh too aloof for my liking. But um, apparently there are multiple ways around it. So that was just more of a that was more of a commentary on me as a player. So I'm really curious to see how much further you get. And 
Um, how you feel about the bosses? That was another point of contention, which to my, in, in my opinion, bosses are the best part of that game. I like, like taking the, what fusion and, and super did and, and making it even more tense, but really implementing the melee and the, the puzzle aspect of it. Like it, it really felt like, oh, okay, this is, this is a 2d dark souls. Like no joke, and I and I know it's so fucking hacky to say that, but I, I mean it's the quickest thing that I could really think of, and just like how intensive and yet engaging the fights were. Um, that last boss, the the end boss, holy shit, man! Uh, I w- I would love to bend your ear on that. Um, but aside from that, yeah, what else are you playing other than Dread? Uh, so I'm still playing uh, Final Fantasy XIV, uh, doing a lot of Endwalker, and actually, um, God, and I cannot. That's one of these games, too. I can barely even scratch the surface of what's covered without just giving away major spoilers, which I'd rather not do, uh, especially because it, it is an experience, like, the whole game. I, I Maybe Ed can back me up on this one as well. Like, uh, just 14 in general. Just, God, I don't even know where to start with How it. are we feeling about Grapegate? Grapegate? Like, oh, God, low, the squapes. grapes are bust, in my opinion, yeah. Yeah, that was the that was the most depressing death in Endwalker. Was the, <laughs> well, was the squapes? Yeah. Remember, it. remember that we lived. <laughs> fuck it. Um, apparently, Alex <laughs> was showing off some like uh, new shader options that are going to be released. I don't know if you guys got to scope that a bit, but the game is definitely yeah uh, prettier. That's going to make my PC chug. Same here. I'm glad I just I I got a hand me down graphics card. That I I got a bit of a good deal on, and so yeah, I am, I'm I'm going to pro. I'm gonna have to fucking get a second gen RTX or some shit. Yeah, I'm hoping I'm hoping this doesn't become a case where it's like, well, I guess we're all gonna have to find three thousand dollar graphics cards and Yay. get the yeah. Let's, we're gonna have to start like having pitchfork fights with crypto bros or some shit. Like, hey I'm, man, I'm I will I will say it looks really good. Oh yeah, no, it, it looks great. Like I'm excited for it. I'm just, I'll, I'll be less excited if I try to run it. And yeah, I'm just surprised we haven't seen any stories like, like recently of like crypto farms being raided. They're the ones that are causing these shortages, and they're utilizing these cards and and racking up their value. How come nobody is like, no joke, done like a fucking heist or a raid on these farms and like just rob them blind of these cards? Boggles the mind. Yeah. I mean, I'm not exactly trying to encourage crime. I'm trying to encourage crime. But, like, <laughs> I, you know, fucking, I, 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 it's it still, I, it's, it's just weird. Like, we it, hear about them, we're reading about them. What is it, enc- is it encouraging crime, though, if you're telling people to stop a crime? <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> no, that's, a, that's martial law, bro. Count, and, like, counter crime. Uh, I'm, I'm for martial law. Fuck it. But, um, I, I am waiting to start my, um, start my membership proper, uh, on next payday. And I think now is the best time to do it. And I'll get into the reason why, cause there is one, uh, game of everything I played that I poop socked the fuck out of. Um, but now I think I'm, I'm ready. Cause yeah, apparently y'all moved, but you've been moved to tears. Like, did you finish Endwalker Ed? I have not. I haven't even gotten to Endwalker. I'm still stuck in fucking Shadowbringers. 
Wow, you just you're just milking that one for all it's all it's got. I just haven't gotten to the end of it yet. I mean, more power too. Like honestly, I'd say I I kind of wish I'd taken a little more time. Like I, you know, I sat down, I did everything like I, MSQ wise, and I've enjoyed it. But I, I don't like... have anyone to do that shit with, dude. This we we need to coordinate servers. If we can coordinate servers and like I'm fine. I I if it's anything like eleven, I think it's just twenty five bucks, maybe a little bit more to just jump ship. And I don't know like if you'd be. I don't know how many routes you build where you're at. Uh, Sean, but like I will absolutely coordinate something with you, Ed, and I will play the shit out of that with you and Ren. But I think we're coordinate... I think we're on Crystal servers, uh, or we're on the Crystal uh, data center rather, and then Zalira is our server. Yeah, like even then, like I I've been like kind of toying around the idea of even jumping back into eleven, but like I don't think anybody I used to talk to on Bismarck is still playing. So, you know like, what? Like I tried getting back into eleven, but it is so obtuse compared to fourteen. Yeah, it's what I keep hearing. It's like it's just so grindy. Is well, it's not even that. Keep... Even like something as simple as going through a door. You know? Oh God! It yeah. doesn't have the best UI. Like you, you kind of just like have to cycle the cursor throughout the area, and then like the context sensitivity, like where where you're standing in relation to the object you want to interact with. Hey man, don't get lot. me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Eleven, I've got a a lot of decent memories with, but uh, I, I can't go back to that uh, that clunkiness. No, that's what I'm hearing. Yeah. I, that's what I'm like. The moment you really like it, it, once you settle down into fourteen, it is difficult to go back in eleven. I agree with that and clear. That's and, why. If you do, if you haven't done fourteen yet, and you want to get into fourteen, and you come over to like Zalira or whatever, uh, Day and I will be able to get you through like the entire game in no time at all. I was gonna say too, Ed, if if you and Day, if if you're saying you don't have any like roots per se, like free company stuff, I I might even pitch y'all coming over to Ether and Siren. You know, maybe I don't know. We'll, we'll have to I got, see what I, happens with we'll, that. We'll, I got a whole yeah. we got a whole crew. I it's like yeah, ten of us. Honestly. Just fucking, we might have to do a little pow pow, and then we'll we'll see. Uh, fucking, even Andrew's been like kind of talking shit. That's a, it's gonna be a big proponent of our next future topic. By the way, is like the current climate of MMOs. So that's that's what we're talking. You know about. what? Like, I think I'm a hundred percent on board with that. We sh- we really should talk with that. Uh, talk about that so like I can get back into it, and you know, day day might be able to find some extra meaning in it. Oh, yeah. for sure, and y'all would be more than welcome. Uh, I love it too. Just a just a random side thought. I, I mentioned, yeah, I'm in a free company with like ten people. It's like I, I'm waiting for somebody on here potentially like stumble across a podcast or just kind of laughing internally right now. Like I have 150 people in my free company. You know <laughs> what? Uh, our mud prince uh, at its peak had like nearly a hundred. We had nearly a hundred people in our free company, but they all left. There you go. See, it didn't have to wait for anybody to stumble. It was just Ed all along. <laughs> yeah, man. I know. It was actually my brother. He recruited a lot of them. He did, but he hasn't played in over a thousand days. It's dude. It's hard to keep up. Like I, I'm finding more time is going to like real life versus like some of these other ventures, and it and it gets it gets tough. Yeah, it does. Um, but yeah, uh, what what is your job again? Uh, Sean in Inwalker, like what what job? Because like uh, they so I know they they introduce Reaper. What are the jobs that they introduce? Did you fuck with any of the new jobs? Oh yeah, so I I mean yeah the character your character can basically do all the jobs. Um, 
And my my main is Dark Knight. Um, Squishy man. Whoa, hey, you, you them's <laughs> them's tank fighting words. Oh, yeah, well, let me let me as, let me as guess. As a bard, I can get away with it. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. You're not you're so so you're not you're not going gunbreaker on me. Nah, nah. But um, nah. Actually, bard is one I'm gonna try out next. Not even because I like I've I've got a reaper, I've got dancer up to like 82. Um, but no, dark knight is the highest I've got at 90 right now. Um, nice. And I wanna I wanna get to. Actually, I want to get my Reaper and Dragoon up to 90 next. And see, but... like, I know this is old hat, because I know I swear to God I've asked you both this question, but just please, like, just refresh so I can really keep it in the back of my mind. Um, it's not like 11 where you com- uh, combine job aspects, right? There, no. there, where there's a primary job and a second. Okay, so you, you yeah. have a primary job and that's it? No, no, you can just equip the equipment and away you go. That's it. Yep. Oh, so you yeah. can combine. You can equipment is what gives you the job elements. Mm. That and the uh, the soul stones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Soul like, crystals or. Which I had certain built... jobs. Certain jobs will cross over to other jobs uh, and vice versa. So like you can find that. Uh, I have, what was I doing? I think I was doing fucking uh, summoner for some point in time. Oh no no no! I was a scholar for a while, and uh, I was able to do white mage shit. Yeah, so so conjurer eventually becomes so so there are base classes that's like at the very beginning of the game you start at in order to unlock other like I didn't start out as a dark knight I actually started out as and, and I could have gone either way like you can start as a lancer and a lancer directly becomes so dragoon like, but it's got original Final Fantasy elements where like as you progress like the jobs expand into exactly like, yeah okay. yeah exactly okay, that's and dope. and you do that for like the first so the first thirty levels is basically where you can get your secondary job and then around level 50 is like when you can unlock like dark knight and 60 gunbreaker so, you so, do so get certain a secondary job certain jobs Ish. have certain unlock times basically got it okay cuz like i had builds from like 11 that like i never really got to like i was fucking around with like a blue mage dancer and like i was i was cleaning house and like still like i was able to do support and and nuke so I kind of want to like fuck around, but apparently, like I don't know, it, it still sounds a little obtuse, but like I'm sure I will be led, uh, led properly, and uh, it sounds like it it has enough flexibility to really give you, um, just the tools and means to do however which way, whether you want to just like play damage support or and and how you want to carry out both of those things. Me, um, I I I don't know, I I like the uh. I like the concept of Red Mage where like just buffing and debuffing while also having a little bit of column B and C of also nuking and damaging. Um, so like so I you say the, that it sounds obtuse, but in practice, I promise you it is as streamlined as you can imagine. Okay. Yeah. I again, it's it's most likely because I I just don't I don't have the systems in front of my face. Where I can kind of just like I'm I'm imagining it now, because I mean other modern Final Fantasy games have taken similar concepts as far as like the fact that like various equipment or spells like are evocative of like these specific traits and that like the way they mix and match will depend on essentially how much strength or stock you put into it. It's been the course with the board. It's been the course with materia. So like I'm sure I'll be able to figure it out. I just it's more or less I need to see it in front of my face. Um, but yeah, I'm down, dude. We'll, we'll, we should absolutely coordinate a server and like 
so you're finished with Endwalker at this point. You're just, you know, plugging away hours whenever you're bored and see fit. Oh, yeah, and I wouldn't even say, like, bored. Like, there's just so much content to go back to in this game. It is ridiculous. And I'm actually, I am a bit almost ashamed to admit this, but um, I spent a total of eight hours um, in the past two weekends combined because uh, I, I, I bought my first in-game apartment. And I, yeah, just going and earning some extra gill and just basically... Um, Finding, gathering, collecting items to basically set up furnishings. Uh, I'll have to, I'll have to share a screenshot at some point of said apartment. But please do. It's please do. Uh, absolutely. Uh, fuck, dude. If I knew that, I would have made that. Uh, I would have incorporated that in the art. We would have just all been like standing in your apartment. Ah, oh, damn. There you go. <laughs> um. Okay. So, I mean, again. I, I'm more and more I am enticed. It's just a matter of like coordination, which I know can come in a top demand. Um, but aside from Dread and Endwalker, um, anything else you've been plugging away at before we go ahead and change it up? So I don't want to dive into this one too much yet because I'm only 30 minutes in, but I also picked up, uh, it's basically a Hollow Knight collection. Um, for Switch, or at least I'd say it's a collection. It basically includes all the... It has all the DLC. Yeah, it has all the DLC up to this point. Um, I'm only about 30 minutes in, but it's a really it's a really so cool, good. neat, charming game. It's, yeah, it's... it's so fucking good. It's, it's, I, it's been a neat experience. I, and like, it, it, it's one of those games too, where like, just the sheer heart and production of it, like, it should have like, Shovel Knight level acclaim. And it, I mean, it kind of does and it doesn't. Like, I would say Shovel Knight at this point is mainstream. Um, I, I am still a little perplexed over like their latest venture, commanding another Kickstarter. Like, that's a little weird. Um, but uh, aside from that, like, yeah, uh, Team Cherry should absolutely be swimming those uh, McDuck money bin riches that like Yacht Club is with like what the work they've done with uh, Hollow Knight, and I'm really excited to see uh, what they eventually show us with Silk Song. Um, but yeah, dude, so uh, I kind of like that. I kind of like that you're you're dipping between one Metroidvania to another, especially one Metroidvania that also plays way more like a Souls like. Oh yeah. Uh, so. How far you so you mentioned thirty minutes? It it opens up, but I will say, um, the world as far as its presentation and and whatnot in it, it's I love it. But as far as like solving and navigating, so fucking obtuse. There are times where like I was really hitting my head against the wall. It's it's more of a oh yeah, like the action aspect of it is far more engaging and enjoyable than the uh exploration part of it unfortunately just because like the uh a lot of the traversal mechanics that like give you more freedom to like explore don't open up until somewhat deep into the game and it sucks i wish they opened up a little sooner but on my end uh last certainly not least um Animal Crossing New Horizons. Uh, and I have technically speaking, it, if you can beat the game, basically where, you know, you get KK to play the song on your island, I've, I've gotten to that point. I have three rooms in my swanky house, and, you know, I'm, I'm living that island dream, and uh, hopefully hopefully not filling Tom Nook's pockets with too much coin. I am terrified to go back, because 
Um, the last time we played is when we were exploiting the fuck out of the duplication uh, bug. Uh, so uh, between Val and myself, like uh, we made like before they patched that bug out, I think we made like 38 flat screen TVs. So I was able. To, oh my god! So I was able to jump up to like, I think I'm rocking like 16 million bells. A lot of them are in the bank right now. I'm curious to see the interest that is a fucking accrued <laughs> since I've last uh, uh, logged in. But yeah, with all the big dude, so many weeds. Uh, probably all the other islanders have hate me or have moved on. I may have lost Lucha. I am ter- It's it's just it's so nerve wracking, and we keep telling ourselves, okay. We gotta get all the DLC. We gotta get into it, and then we know if we do, it will absolutely take over our lives. So like, it's been this like thing that we're like talking ourselves into. Um, hey, can I have yeah. a can I have a million bells? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> dude, I'd be down. Fuck it. Like, I've got sixteen million. Like, all right, I'll, I'll I'll shoot you. Like, I think I just have to. Yeah, I'd have to come to your island and just drop you sacks of money and just it'd be like a sort of drug deal. Oh my god, Sean, you weren't there. Um, real quick, I just have to tell you. Oh no. Um No okay, so when COVID first hit and everything was really crazy bad and we couldn't do what we originally planned for um Val's birthday, uh, I threw her a party on New Horizons. But like to get all the birthday items, um I did get like the uh nook tickets and whatnot, and I had to buy some of the nook tickets, but I had to buy them with real money. So I bought them on eBay listings, and no joke, this dude dressed like fucking uh, Joaquin Phoenix, Heath Ledger Joker. Oh, God. Like he'd fucking, yeah, he came to my island and dropped the goods as soon as, like, we finished the uh, transaction on eBay. That is frightening. It's so, dude, I, I <laughs> wish I took a screenshot. I should have taken a screenshot, but I was just so taken aback. Uh, I was telling the guys this like when it first happened to because we chose New Horizons for Golden Zonkey uh, in 2020, and like, yeah, I mean that that's the that's the well we already jumped into where I've dropped real money into this fucking thing, uh, but I've yet to get all the fossils. I have yet to do like, and I'm sure there's way more to do. That's another time sink that we're just fucking we're afraid of, but um, yeah, when we do that, we'll absolutely have to exchange. Um, Again, we'd love to coordinate, like, just a powwow visit. I, I have yet to get even to the... I think I just unlocked the ability to design my island, and I'm horrified. It's way more intimidating. Um, I, I customized the fuck out of my house. I would built this sweet-ass arcade in this, like, underground uh, wrestling venue. But that's it. Um, wow, fuck, that's... Man. Yeah, that game, that game is an experience. <laughs> Ed... What is in your console, my dude? So much PC Engine stuff. ended up importing the Japanese version to my favorite game of all time, uh, which is PC Dengen, also known as Airsoft. And um, there are some uh, significant changes between the two. There's some like... Really? Oh yeah, there's like karaoke lyrics 
for the uh, intro and the game over sequence, which are kind of neat. Like synthesized speech? No, no. They're just like on the bottom of the screen. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you got to you got to be able to read them to really know what they say. But like, it's pretty funny. Um, But uh, the most notable change, like there was some censorship going on with uh, the uh, Moo Moo power up. So like <clears throat> you can combine with your friends at any given stage if you collect how's it go? If you collect like eight smileys, you get a glasses smiley. And if you get two glasses smileys, you can combine with the friend that you chose to form a freaky hybrid, right? Mm-hmm. And Moo Moo, right, is like this cow with like eight legs or whatever. And when you combine with Moo Moo, Zonk has these milk cans on his arms that fire these milk cans downrange, and they create splash, like literal splash damage with the milk that damages enemies and stuff. Super powerful. I always save it for stage five. Um, but in the Japanese version, um, when, <laughs> when you combine with Mumu, which in this, uh, in this version, it's slightly different. It's Momo, right? Mm-hmm. M-A-U-M-A-U. But uh, you basically turn into a hooker with giant knockers, and you fire oh, those down. What? <laughs> fire those down range, and they explode. I was into... just like, I was preparing myself. I'm just like some Nickelodeon <laughs> ass like cow titties, but no, like no, yeah, straight and you, up. You like, went, you went taxicab confessions, like with <laughs> with the boots and the and the friggin' lipstick and everything, and he looks so goddamn proud. And they got little spikes on the end where the nips would be. I'm telling you, man, it was the funniest thing I've seen all month. Great. I'm, you know, (laughs) I just, I, and then we get, we got JJ and Jeff with the poop. Uh, Ah, yeah. But no, the Japanese version is so much more crude. That, I mean. For JJ and Jeff, like Kato and Ken-chan, right? Yeah. I I'm not I'm not surprised. Isn't there there I I keep forgetting there's a there's the toilet kid shmup right? Ah yes, I still have to get yeah. that. Yeah, see, like, why the fuck am I surprised? Um, neat. I, that, I guess right. <laughs> um, I mean, all all in all, it it inspired me to get uh, CD Dungeon, which now I've got. Uh, Super Airzonk. No love for that game. I and I always get sad. I get it I though. Know. I mean, as years. As years have gone on, I get them like, oh, this is actually somewhat. I, I mean, I, I I love the music. I love the music. I like the the vibe and the presentation. Also, the levels are more sprawling and they feel more. It, they feel more evocative of like the the bonk hook of like just these sprawling levels, hmm. like that. I think Super Arizonk does really well. But I am going to be that guy to, by the way, that. Uh... I don't know. You say the music is good, but I mean, there's not like a there's, the there's not a single aspect of Super Airzonk that the original doesn't do better. Mm. I, I like the music. It's fine. I, I it's not as good as Airzonk. Yeah, you got me there, but it's not worse. I like, think if they like, if they had gotten the original composer on board for Super Airzonk, I think it would have been fine. Um. The lack of parallax scrolling, obviously a big issue for me. Uh, maybe not to others, but yeah, no. Um, the, the visuals didn't really hold up either in that sort of respect. 
Uh, the sprite work is all right, granted, but like, yeah, uh, Super Airsonk is decidedly not so super. Mm. Uh, tell you what is super though, uh, the PC Engine version of Tastigen. So, do you like it better than Genesis Truxen? I do. Like, I'm still really. Yeah, I do. I'm still, yes, I'm still on the fence because, like, there are times. Where... It's harder. It's so much harder. <laughs> like... Ish. I- I- ish. Mm. It is harder ish because it's got a wider aspect ratio than the Genesis version. So you're not as, as prone to getting hit by a cheap shot that comes off screen. Mm. So things things move at a faster pace. And yeah, you'll get clipped pretty hard. But it's not as cheap. And I think that's the big thing. Like, I got further in PCE than I ever did on Genesis. Um, and the soundtrack is above and beyond. Like, I think that added layer with the percussion really makes those compositions pop. I'm I'm excited for Astro City Mini V, just mm. so I can really play the arcade titles and, and see, like, how much of this is, especially O, just because all I have to go off of is the Marty version. Oh, which... yeah, no. Tatsujin O is something that I really want to play as well. Yeah, I will tell you right now, top five. It oh, yeah? that good. Yes. Nice. I fucking, like, I, like, probably one of the my favorite things about the fact that I have, a like, an active Marty in my setup. Yeah, I've got a a friend from New Zealand that actually bought Tatsujino, and uh, he says it's pretty pretty dope. It's good. So, like, when the mini comes out, that V, get that V, dog. Get that V. I'll tell you what, man. Um, just like at a glance, I I think the the backgrounds in Tatsujino, hands down, the best backgrounds in a shmup. Absolutely, like they are just... exquisite. I see the Toa Plan games like see because like Tatsujin all about it both of them enjoy them hard as fuck but I really enjoy like the constant just the fact that it it's a giant sprawling world that you're just moving through no break just well hey like, man I mean Tatsujin actually translates to expert huh it does it's it's it it dude it's a hard as fuck like I've only gotten a stage three in O um and as far as one. The original, I think I made that. That's another uh, stage two. Uh, once you get to those like those fortress level bosses that all like have fucking layers upon layers of uh, destructive points, you got to peel back like an onion. It gets hard to keep up, and then like it, it's that gradius effect where like once you like lose all of your power ups after you've stacked them, especially when you're building. Uh, and me, I'm all about the red power up. I just like I I, I just like doing fucking shotgun oh man like that that spread shot is no joke um but you know what i mean for my money the green laser way more powerful yeah i've seen that like the the like the more professional players like gravitate towards that power up so i have yet to like really sit down and fuck with it but i'll have to keep that in mind um definitely yeah i i don't know man i i i've been leaning more towards the genesis version i I will have to play. I just noticed it, uh, to me it felt significantly harder. Um but yeah, that that's essentially it. I'm I'm stoked uh that it's we're getting both of them in the Astro City Mini V. Um I don't know if you know this, but uh the original in its arcade port uh are on iPhone and oh, it's wow, cool. fairly 
yeah, and it it plays fairly accurate, um, for better or worse, <laughs> on a touchscreen. Um, so believe me that it, as far as uh, the like the handful of shoot 'em ups that like I still come back to every now and again, uh, that's definitely been one of them. So happy to hear that you are pleased as punch. For once, like I mean, I wasn't a big fan of the Genesis version, but the PC Engine version. There's something about it that really sort of speaks to me. Uh, I don't know quite what it is. When I dig it, when I dig a little further into it, I'm sure I'll figure it out. But like, yeah, uh, it's not bad. It's not bad at all. I'll tell you what, though. Um, talking about hard games, uh, one that a lot of people said that I was gonna have a lot of trouble with was Image Fight Two. Uh, I did not fuck with Image Fight all that much. Uh, and it's also on the Marty. Uh, I think it's also on the Saturn. I fucked with it a little bit, but mm-hmm. like it is. Is it uh, on the Marty? I, I think I, like I watched a Battle of the Ports for uh, a video for that, and uh, I don't know if the if the Marty was actually represented there or not. I know definitely X sixty eight K is there. Yeah, I think it's on the Marty. I I respect the work that that dude does on those videos, but I. Uh... I don't know. I'm not a fan of like, like how like his criticisms aren't lobbied against actual hardware. Oh, like, you're right. All the Amiga yeah. shit. I, I'm not. I'm not going to dispute that. However, I mean, it wasn't there. That's all I'm trying to say. Yeah, he doesn't always. He'll he'll put like a little um, disclaimer. I'm like, I couldn't get this for whatever reason. Blah blah blah. I have bad taste in music. Blah blah blah. Fair. Um, okay. Yeah. I'll, yeah. I'll get behind that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Uh, um, I'll tell you what, though. I do have the ACA version, uh, Arcade Archives, uh, for Image Fight 1. Okay. Uh, I've also got Famicom, NES, PC Engine, and I'm working on getting PlayStation. But I don't know if I'll be able to afford Saturn because that's really expensive compared to PlayStation. Um, but, I mean, the PlayStation and Saturn versions are basically just, basically just what you're going to find in the ACA version anyway. So... Mm-hmm. Not a huge loss. Um, but yeah, uh, Image Fight 2 is unique to the play, uh, to the PC Engine, rather. And it's really good, actually. <laughs> I like it quite a bit. Uh, it is hard, but not as hard as Image Fight 1, I don't think. Uh... I, I haven't really... F- I, I keep forgetting that there is a second one. Yes, and I've confirmed. I went through my Marty catalog. It is on the Marty. Fair. Okay. Um, I, dude, yeah. Fucking around with FM Town shit is still weird because I still have to remember, like, not all things play on the Marty. So, like, it could be for FM Towns, but it doesn't mean it's on the Marty. Right. That's the one thing I've given up on getting... Because, like, I thought about it, too. Even getting an X68000, like, say I get this fucking thing in my rig. If I don't have the monitor that goes with it, uh, I there's, like, a whole handful of games that I would even be able to play just because the monitors I hear would only be equipped for 15 hertz. Um, 15 hertz? Like, the weird... The 15... Uh, there are various games that operate only at a specific hertz so, like, they won't even sync well. You have to get, huh. like, a specific computer monitor or, or monitor with it. That's why, like, the, yeah. that's, the, that's mean, the most interesting core to me in the Mr. setup. I'm, yeah, I'm definitely not fucking with X68K. There's, there's no way. The, the, the computer alone is over $1,000. Never mind yeah. that the, uh, the monitors themselves are, you know, really expensive to ship. Good lord. Yep. 
yeah dude i'm that's why i'm just like i i'm content with the mister uh as far I, as playing those games i'm almost content just to buy games for b-roll and i'm like okay yeah this is as close to arcade as it could be this is kind of what it's going to look like the way we go yeah it's <sighs> it, it's still a long road ahead. I don't know. I I was kind of looking at like some of the PC and and whatnot, but like I think I've like, like PC ninety eight or yeah. I ah. dude MSX Commodore Marty Amiga CD thirty two and then all of the additional uh, aftermarket extensions that dip into their computer brethren. Like that's it, man. Like I get I get all with. that, and I'm happy that you're getting into it, but like. I think at this point, I'm just going to focus on what I got. Uh, I think I'm just going to focus basically primarily on uh, PC Engine and Saturn. And then, like, beyond that, I don't know. I don't, I don't think I'm going to get into much else. Oh, no, yeah, I've, I'm tapped. In fact, uh, fucking Sean, and he, he'll be like, who, me? Or be like, nah, man, <laughs> not me. Um, I got a, a fucking RGB uh, TI-99. I'm, I'm here playing fucking ti invaders and i'm like looking at flashcards oh yeah it's like i didn't even fucking know about this stupid ass shit and then here i am and, it, and that's when i told myself like this is it this is it <laughs> uh, i found the limit that, well <laughs> it, it there's one other thing that i still need to get rgb modded and that's the other thing and that's the sg1000 and like i got the mark oh II. yeah right on. And, and that's it that's fucking that's it that's it like uh in fact i am boxing up and preparing my Bandai Playdia for sale. I am. I'm never gonna fucking use that thing. I've already oh, no? played wow. two games. I I played the two best games on it. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> like, I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to fuck with it anymore. Um. So yeah. Um. Good deal. I'm happy um, that you're getting more into the PC engine. I mean, Any anything Image, else? Image Fight Two. Just to sort of uh, sort of elaborate on it. Um. I mean, the visuals are pretty decent. Obviously, Super CD-ROM-ROM, ROM, you're going to get some decent stuff out of it, right? Uh, soundtrack, pretty great. Uh, most of it is primarily like remixes of the original Image Fight. Uh, but what T's music has done is pretty fantastic, I got to say. And they're really good. Um, speaking of like arcade archives, by the way, uh, there's been a ton of them that have been is, that I've seen release, you know, starting with like 2021 and going all the way until like now. Mm-hmm. Um, man, some great releases this month, let me tell you. Um, or like last month and this month. Uh, Thunder Dragon 2 on the Switch and like P- uh, PS4 and, and others, I think. Uh, Thunder Dragon 2 is so good, man. For like eight bucks, you really can't go wrong with that game. It's It's hard, okay? But, like, not that hard, not so hard that you're not going to make progress in it. I think there's, like, eight or nine stages in the whole thing. And, like, the gameplay is actually so balanced and it feels so good that you could, like, you know, it feels as if I want to sink more time in it to get better at it, to see it through on one credit. You know what I mean? It's it's really good. It's a really good game. One of of NMK's best, I think. I uh, funny enough. After I saw you stream it, I bought it, and then I can see why you're just like, eh. I, I grabbed Gun Nail. And, oh like, yeah, that yeah. Was... That that was a bit of an exercise in frustration, my guy. Yeah, it's dude. It is. 
it is it was just made to take your quarters. Yeah, exactly. So, but like it's it, pretty. You you even put it in on like easy, and it's still gonna steal your friggin' allowance. Yeah, I but it looks great. I like the production mm. value of it, but you're right. I don't know. Yeah, I I can't really deny that. Um, Dangerous Seed though, that was also released. I think that was just released last week. And see, I always thought that that was just a Genesis game. I didn't know I had an arcade title. You know what? I'm gonna hundred percent admit I didn't either. Yeah, so that that was uh, neat to see that you were playing that. Mm-hmm. How does it stack up against the Genesis title? I mean, I haven't played the Genesis version. I want to get it, mm. granted, right? But uh, yeah, I haven't played the Genesis version. Uh, I do want to, though, now, because the arcade version is actually pretty fun. I don't know how many stages are in it, but I made it to stage four, and it was it was a good time. I liked it quite a bit. Well, hmm. I I have yet to really fuck around with ACA only because dude like man it's a rabbit hole. Hey, when you find a genre that you like on ACA, you pay, you pretty much just kind of dive into it and you can go forever. Uh, there's always an ACA released every single week and the, though recently a lot of them have been like action and like more traditional arcade titles. Uh, more recently, we've seen a bunch of shmups, and there was a ton last year. So many, so like I just released the top ten uh shoot 'em ups for 2021 today mm-hmm. on the YouTube channel. Uh, I'm making a separate list for ACA titles. There were so many. Huh? Yeah, I know. Like Zexus was one of them, or or Zeviate. Oh what was it? man, Zexx. I'm so that that really saddens me so much. Like I've got. They, the... Yeah, they haven't finished it, have they? With the the update to make it less laggy. I don't know. I, I'm not sure what they're doing with that. To be honest, uh, I noticed that there was input lag, and I've been saying it for a while. But like, no one's talking about the input lag on this on this title, and I don't know why. It's it's significant. And I know this because I've made more progress on the PSP version of the game than the ACA version. So hopefully they fix that. Because, like, if they did, if they fixed it today, I would make it top three in the ACA pantheon from last year. Easily. Yeah, it's it's still weird that I've never heard of it other uh, until up to this point. But I guess really, I, would... I mean, have you played Automadius? Uh, for the 360? Yeah. Yeah, I have it. Yeah, it's, okay. I mean... So, so DL Twee, right? The the chick okay. with the, uh... Okay, so this is gonna be a little, uh, a little crass. No, no, you, I, I, I think I know where you're heading. This Go is ahead. gonna be a little crass. I don't, I don't mean to be, like, you know, de- derogatory in any way, but she's got gigantic knockers, right? And mm-hmm, she's got, like, mm-hmm. a, a yellow costume, right? And the glasses. Mm-hmm. Um, she is based on the, the, the flintlock. In Zexx, oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. See, yeah. like, and then like, I've also the only other frame of reference that I've had to this game is when you talked about the Salamander collection for PSP, because that was the only other time that mm-hmm. it was available. And yeah, that's I it. mean, it's, uh, uh, in a co- like sort of a a home release sort of. Uh... Oh fuck! What am I trying to say? I'm a little in the bag. Hold on. <laughs> no, as far as a home port. That, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. The... A home conversion. That's that's what I was reaching for. <laughs> Yeah, dude, and like it's, I don't know, like it. I've I've seen like anybody that does talk about the game absolutely talks about it with like in, like this esteemed reverence. No, so. it's good. Yeah, oh, well, I wouldn't say esteemed reverence. Granted, but I mean it's a great game. It is a great. 
like even from like mid like mid uh uh sort of mid development konami standards it's a it's a really good game it is uh, uh i would say maybe within their top definitely within their top 10 maybe their top 5 shoot 'em ups um when you count in like if you were just to go with one version of gradius definitely within their top 5 shoot 'em ups i'd say yeah okay I I think I'll have to just go in there again with like, just fucking no thoughts, all vibes, mm. and then like see. Or when see. they fix when they fix the input lag though, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, if you don't mind, if I I'll go ahead and step in just so we can um wrap up. Unless there's there, was there any other ACA titles that you wanted to specifically mention? Uh, not ACA, but I did want to sort of uh, briefly touch on something that's been released on Switch within the, within the last couple of months. It's called the Pixel Game Maker series. And um, uh, these are games that are made with Pixel Game Maker MV, and they mm-hmm. are made to evoke the sort of look and feel of early Game Boy titles. So they have like a dot matrix uh, uh, screen filter and everything. You can turn that off to get the raw pixels. Um, and it's like the, what is it? What is it? The Zanretsu Game Buddy is what it's called instead of the Nintendo Game, uh, the, the Nintendo Game Boy. Uh, but one that was released very recently is Thunder Striker. And, um, you know, they've had a, a number of titles already in different genres. There's one that, uh, what is it? Cham's Adventure that uh, emulates sort of... Uh, Super Mario Land. There's Oumuamua, which is kind of like Alleyway. There's like a, a crystal block puzzle game that's sort of like Tetris. And there's another one that I forget right off the top of my head. But Thunder Striker is kind of a uh, a Solar Striker alike, but it adds a much deeper power up system and kind of really good gameplay. We played that on the stream last night. And I got to say, man, like it's it's pretty good, a little more expensive than ACA. But if you're looking for a brand new game that that you can very, uh, very easily tell that it's sort of it almost looks as if it uh, sort of um, uh, adheres to the limitations of the original Game Boy with regards to flicker sprite count and so forth. Uh, It makes me wonder if you could actually run this game on an original Game Boy. I think it's it's. It perfectly encapsulates how these games felt back in the day. And uh, as a shmup, I think it's uh, it holds up remarkably well. Good deal. I'll definitely have to check that out just because uh, uh, the, like, I don't know, the rise of uh, Game, Boo, uh, Game Boy Homebrew is mm. uh, starting to get there between Daedalus, which is, uh made its way to Evercade, uh, and that came from the same people who did Dragonborn, which wasn't the biggest fan of Dragonborn, but... Uh, I'm still curious to see, like, what, like, all things considered, like, what they're planning to do and whether or not uh, Pixel titles will go ahead and, and catch I'm up or otherwise. Sorry, what was this game that uh, was uh, made its way to Evercade? Uh, Daedalus, D-A, I, I may be pronouncing it correctly, D-A-E-D-U-L-U-S, uh, which is, uh, like, a Game Boy survival horror game. Um, and it's oh, done right. from the same... Yeah, it's done from the same people who did Dragonborn. And that one we we did get a review. I did uh post my review. It wasn't I wasn't very kind to it, but I had my reasons. Um But yeah, uh dude, still I mean fucking Evercade. I, I've also been looking at the Evercade for crying out goddamn loud. But Hey man, uh, I've got both the Evercade and the Evercade verses in every game that's been released so far. 
I there there are some bang like the indie stuff is what I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, there's a renovation cartridge just coming up. Oh, dude, see, my yeah, dude, I'm, like let me, let me just bring this up right quick, and then I I promise I'll let you talk. Uh, where is it? Got to find it. There's a pre-orders renovation. Here we go. Uh, it has <clears throat> Arcus Odyssey, Beast Wrestler, Dino Land, El Viento, Exile, Final Zone, Trazia, Valis, Valis 3, and then, of course, Gyrez and Soltis and Granada. That's a good collection. It's a Especially great collection. El Viento. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about, like, Valis seems a little bit redundant with the collection, but I have yet True. to really see. But I, I am stoked to see, like, man... I would love to see the uh, if they can get behind the Wolf Team releases for um, uh, Sega CD, the FMV titles. If if they can get like some fucking draw there, like dude, uh, Road Avenger, oh, Road Avenger. Oh yes. I I I wish I could talk about Road Avenger on this cast because I I finally got the chance to play it. That is easily my favorite FMV game. It is so fucking good. It is. Like goddamn, but like that—that that will be a discussion for another day. another time. Um, I'll I'll touch briefly on Grapple Dog. That's a game we got for review. Yeah, go uh, for it. Done by um, Super Rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, really digging it. Like the presentation, the humor, all of it, incredible. Um, some of the animation techniques that they've done, especially the intertwined um, voxel effects uh, with uh, just these two D. Uh, cell style sprites, like all of it, it looks and plays great. Um, he's a little slippier than I'd like him to be in terms of the like it's it's momentum based. So like okay. where you won't, yeah, I'm I don't know how I feel about it just because like the the main character Pablo, um, he has a static speed, uh, and then as that speed as you you get more runway, it then shifts into a faster speed, kind of like Sonic, and I'm not a fan of that only because I wish if there was a static speed and then I can just shift gears kind of like a manual car into a faster and it would give me more autonomy to kind of like plan where I'm at because it, there's a lot of precision involved with uh, hitting cer- certain grapple points. Um, but as far as the grapple mechanics, uh, great. I really enjoy I kind of like they are specifically um, meant more for uh, platforming than they are for offensive. Uh, though you can grapple enemies and like do like a, a Sonic style homing attack, but like if you were like across an enemy laterally, uh, even when you're like not doing anything with your grapple aim, it defaults at a uh, acute angle going upwards. So can't really just like you can't do like a fucking bionic commando style, um, just like rim shot. Um, the wall jumping and stage design fucking magnifique i really feel like this game absolutely started life as a mobile game and just exploded into something bigger um just because of the vibes of the level structure and and how you collect stuff but so far i'm really enjoying my time with it um kind of flew under people's radar i've noticed like people that were following it are stoked but um absolutely grab grapple dog uh another uh indie release that's Prime for release sometime this year. Uh, demo's been out for a little bit, and I finally decided oh, I'm going to grab the demo because I kickstarted a while back. Was a uh, Phantom Gear from Mega Cat Studios, and that's for the Genesis. Uh, hard as fuck, fun, really pretty, but man, it is just stupid hard. And it's like I would say it gives me the vibes of like what if uh, Rocket Knight um, had like a 
I wouldn't even say Contra. Like it's it's a very shoot. Like it reminds me of Contra Force more than anything else, but like with a uh, Rocket Knight approach in the level design. And then like you gradually unlock more abilities. Like the demo gives you the wall jump and where you can use it. But man, you have little reaction time and some of the enemy placement. Like some of the enemies are downright fucked and broken, and like you really just got to be careful. Um, I've yet to beat the boss, and like that's the demo. Um, but pretty dope. If you guys have a uh, EverDrive for the Genesis, uh, or if you just want to emulate it, uh, demos available directly from Mega Cat Studios online. Super fun game. If you uh, still give a shit about buying uh, boutique uh, retro releases, that's definitely like one of the funner ones I've played. Uh, especially, like, I still got to finish publishing Demons of Asterberg, which is, like, I, I have feelings here and there. Um, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, I I beat the fuck out of it. I put 180 hours into this fucking game. Holy I, crap. I completed <laughs> the Pokedex. I haven't done that since uh, Diamond and Pearl, weirdly enough, like when it first came out for the DS. And funny enough, I haven't even done that for the remakes. Um, It is really good as far as what it does for Pokemon and how it completely changes up the dynamic. Um, I absolutely cannot, like, I, I really think that this is the direction that Pokemon needs to head in and just expand on from here. Just because, like, it absolutely changed the way I viewed in like so many little details and instances. Um, just the quality of life improvements alone from the fact that like all the fetch quests and everything that's done uh, no longer requires like a, a, a central point for uh, item or inventory management in terms of either Pokemon or items uh, at any point that you engage side quests or need to do anything. Uh, you have a way more freedom to engage with your uh, your Pokemon stock. Like in in this case, they're not uh, they're not boxes; they are pastures because it takes place in the past. Um, and a lot of the side quests revolve around you catching specific Pokemon for uh, NPCs and uh, completing Pokedex data, which I think is another neat aspect. Uh, because it takes place in the past and the Pokedex is literally just a fucking Blue's Clues notepad of you writing down notes, um, you have to do uh, various uh, mini-missions, much like the like achievement requirements, to unlock their Pokedex entry. Because uh, you can catalog them in the Pokedex, but it doesn't register that you've actually like owned them and have them until you do these. And these things can vary anywhere between... Uh, catch any number of them or have them use a specific attack or sneak up on any one of them and catch them without them noticing you catch them during the day feed them uh, a variety of different tasks each one like more relevant to the pokemon itself fucking dude it i i cannot stress enough like and and i'll probably catch flack from this especially from rob rich um but if you've always wanted to kind of get into the hype of monster hunter and kind of hate it because it's stupid, slow, clunky, and boring. Get this fucking game. This is as like if Monster Hunter was fun. Like, and I say that with like absolutely no confusion over like the context and sentiment of that statement. It's so fucking good. Um, just the uh, just the rush of like going on a on a on a run and like sneaking around and catching like. 200 Pokemon just so you can level up and build your rank and be able to do other things. Just absolutely intoxicating. 
uh, just sneaking around, using your tools, stealthing, uh, catching, and like seeing like just how intricate Pokemon behaviors are, and even just exploiting Pokemon to such a degree. Like uh, Val did this and showed me this, and it's insane to me because like I was using Stealth Spray, um, Val caught an Alpha Luxray, and you can like when you catch a Pokemon, you can literally just throw it out into the overworld and it'll just hang out with you and you can talk to it and just interact with it. Uh, she caught an alpha Luxray in trying to sneak around and catch another uh, alpha Pokemon where there wasn't much grass. She used the fucking Luxray as a point of cover. like, And, they, and it'll even like lower its head down like, oh, hey, what are you doing? You just hang out and it'll sit down like a cat, but it's huge. It's fucking way bigger than you. So... Like, if you don't have much leeway in the, like, the best uh, strategy to catch, this being one of the new things, the alpha Pokemon, is to do so by, like, throwing a Pokeball at their back. You increase your catch odds, and if you use the right balls, it increase the odds even further. Um, you got to try to sneak around them without catching their attention. And the fact that you can use a fucking Pokemon to just do it, it, like, it's definitely Breath of the Wild in terms of its level design and the weird exploits. Like, there's another exploit that was insane to me that, like, I, it's still breaking my brain because you gradually unlock um, traversal methods where, like, Pokemon, they'll help you move faster, climb walls, and eventually swim and fly. Um, and there are gated areas because of that, because you can easily die, which I'll tell you right now, out of all the times that I've died in that game, twice has been to Pokemon. I have died from fall damage more than you could even fucking imagine, or, or the elements, just dying from drowning. Just because, like, my curiosity gets the best of me and I want to explore the world, which admittedly is a little emptier than I'd want it to be. But there's, even though the world's a little emptier, the shit that's in it, all the Pokemon that are in it, and the ways you can interact with it, completely make up for it. Um, there is somebody online who has caught a, a party of Babarel, just Babarel, and then, because I mentioned you can summon your Pokemon anytime at, at, at the come out, water Pokemon, if, they're, if they have a water type, will swim in the water. Versus non-water type, uh, a raft will just appear for them. Somebody used a team of six Babarels to create fucking Stepping Stone Bridge, where they walked on their Babarel to get to an island where they could not access because they didn't have the swimming uh, move yet mind-boggling fucking stumped my brain uh val also exploited one of the ride features to climb up a mountain just from like exploiting there there, there there's so many different weird breath of the wild type of exploits just because of how insanely expansive like these areas are for you to explore and like the real-time uh night and day physics in in the change up in pokemon just absolutely adored it uh the new pokemon battle mechanics uh are nice too uh implementing strong versus agile style i i enjoyed like how subtle these were as opposed to like the really hokey and gimmicky stuff that we've been seeing with uh fucking z moves or uh gigantamaxing which i mean i really like sword and shield uh hated sun and moon um but even with sword and shield uh, beyond the raid which is still like what was like a nice fresh of paint, uh, a coat of paint. Um, it was still really hokey. Uh, here, like it's a fully fleshed out idea. If you've ever liked Pokemon, please get this game. Please get it. 
Uh, just even then, like the dangers of like trying to survive and get around Pokemon, shiny hunting, which is now at this point the stage I'm at because uh, a game is never really prior, has never really incentivized completing the Pokedex unless you really got into it. Here, to get the best ending of the game, because there are multiple endings, you have to do it. That's the only reason, honestly, what drove me to do it. Um, And man, it's fucking... It's intense, dude. Like, uh, Andrew and I have been comparing notes, and just some of the stuff that we're coming across and still finding. Uh, I'm still kind of, like, right now, I'm like, if I do get back into it, because uh, Val's still playing hers, I'm, I'm going to just try to go for a living dex. Uh, a living Pokedex in my pastures and then just kind of go shiny hunting and have as much fun as I can. There's already been leaked DLC data mined. Uh, they are going to bring back Mega Evolutions, my favorite, oh, like, biggest, favorite big time mechanic in Pokemon. Um, they are going to uh, open up some additional regions. Um, and there is uh, a data mine of what looked like a modernized room because the game's primary premise takes place in the past, which is very heavily modeled after Japan. Um, there's a modernized room that was found in the data mine, and that leads to suggest that like there might be some uh, other various uh, ventures that they can add on. Um, oh, I, I forgot. There are times where there are space-time rips where, like, fucking random-ass wild Pokemon that, like, would rarely come uh, are there. Uh, this game is hard as shit, too. If you're looking for a challenge, absolutely. Like, if Pokemon bored you to tears, I'll just say this. Like, that people don't, like, kind of preface, because it's the one thing I complained about until I realized the beauty of it. Um, when you're in Pokemon battle, like, status afflictions, like poison, paralyze, once you leave that battle, the status effects are gone. So you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to use... That's why, like, the one thing I kind of didn't like is, like, full heals or restores or remedies. Totally redundant. Because you just have to leave the battle. Hell, you can run away from the battle, and they'll go away. And you just have to heal hit points. That's How, handy. It's handy, but, like, you know what I mean? That's... Here's... And, and I, I found it just, like, that's kind of, like... That's more baby mode shit. Like, excuse me. But... Here's where I've learned. You, the player, you are fucking victim to the status afflictions. If a Pokemon hits me with Thunder Wave when I'm not paying attention, you are actually paralyzed to where you can't get away, and if you take more damage, you'll get knocked out. If a Pokemon hits you with a Poison Sting, you, the player, the trainer, are poisoned like the original Pokemon games. With every step you take, you are taking more damage until you can try to heal yourself. You can get put to sleep. And then left fucking victim to, like, these wild Pokemon attacking you. And that alone, like, that's brilliant. I love that. It, I, I cannot stress enough if you and Ren were kind of talking about it vaguely. And you, Sean, I've never really talked too much about Pokemon. But I encourage everyone. Like, this is absolutely my favorite game of the year so far. I, and I know, like, it's very early. But, like, this is, to me, this is going to be, like, a top contender of game of the year just for how much it's done for Pokemon, how it's finally, like, brought so much freshness. Like, just the move sets in the dynamic alone, to where you no longer have to permanently delete a move, per se. You have a pool of moves that your Pokemon will permanently know, and you just swap out a loadout for moves. So you have a loadout of four of all times. But if you need another move that you think will benefit you more for what you're going into, swap it out. That alone. Like, there's so many quality of life improvements that are just awesome i cannot stress enough how much i really had fun with this game 
Um, uh, other than that, uh, poop socked the fuck out of SNK versus Capcom card fighters. I, I really think Neo Geo Pocket, like SNK, needs to work something out with Nintendo and just put it on NSO. Between the volumes, the they're using the same emulator that you uh, see in volumes one and two that you reviewed, Sean, uh, but it's done eloquently in fucking uh, card fighters and the scaling uh very low if not completely non-existent shimmering with scrolling like it it's incredible and for a, the price it sold at a steal um i like for any like the hype right now between slay the spire and fucking um inscription like if you're looking for a deck building card game like i cannot recommend snk versus card fighters more like i am Again, also late stages, but I'm kind of like that game has a notoriously difficult end game to where it's fucking broken and like the the opponents have shitty decks. Uh, luckily, when you buy the game, you get both versions and you you get two save files each for each version. You can switch anytime and you can interact between those two versions with just one game. So uh, you get the your your starter power card, your Terry. Uh, so I restarted the Capcom version three times just so that they can trade me their Terry card uh, to implement it in my Capcom deck that's I made my main game. And I'm kind of just trying to get like some of the more exclusive cards and still kind of work towards putting in the legwork to grind for uh, better cards. That's the one thing that kind of sucks about it. But aside from that, all the other little neat nuances as far as a deck building game, like in my opinion, is equally if not slightly better than the Pokemon TCG games on Game Boy absolutely get this the fact that it was released on switch is just fucking hands down incredible um and i will have a review for that uh wind jammers 2 absolute embodiment of what a sequel should be incredible frenetic just fun beautiful absolutely fucking beautiful game uh as far as hand-drawn presentation goes and just the mechanics uh the new like just 30 times more frenzy uh just a neat little secrets like the the fucking the the trick that you have to put to get a new character or i'm sorry a secret character amazing the ridiculous balls to the wall uh character stories and animations and details like all the little nuances if anyone had a passing fancy for windjammers you need you need this game it's on Games Pass, so if you have Games Pass, grab it. But even then, I definitely recommend grabbing on uh, whatever platform of choice if the Series X or S is not up your alley. Uh, absolutely, like, something. And, like, the netcode, like, it has the netcode of, like, a fucking premium fighting game. I've, I've never played with such a solid, fluid uh, multiplayer experience in some time. Like I, like I did fucking around with uh, Windjammers 2 absolutely great game um but yeah uh aside from that biggest time sinks definitely uh which is weird i i've surpassed shin megami tensei 5 uh we'll need to go ahead and finish that because i also have a feature and a video i'd like to do on that um but please get pokemon legends rcs it's so fucking good i i don't know how well i'm going to handle big world uh open world games though with uh forbidden west now just dropping and then uh, the Uncharted remake. And now my TV's fixed, so I'll be able to properly enjoy uh, all my shit again. So I don't know. It, it, it's just... Uh, it's You know that meme where that that girl is uh, being fed like so many plates of food? 
They're just like fucking being handed to her all around her. That's how I feel at this moment. There's too much, just too much good shit to eat. Um, there's Sifu. Sifu also came out. Haven't even like really gotten the chance to fuck with that. Plus, the hangovers of um, fucking uh, Halo Infinite and Returnal and Deathloop. Christ, guys, just stop me. I, I don't have time for this shit. Um, but yeah. This is a pretty stacked what's in your console, yeah? I would say so. We we really we ready to bring it home? Episode end? Let's do it. Let's fucking do it. Alright, if you guys liked what you listened to here in Press Pause Radio episode 138. You can unfortunately find us on Spotify because boy, oh boy, um, did we sure pick the wrong time to fucking pitch our or wagon to that nonsense. Um, we absolutely support people leaving the platform. Uh, and Joe Rogan is a uh, fucking infected thumb uh, of a human being. Like, Ouch. <laughs> yeah, no, that dude cannot... Like that, that silly ass, silly putty piece of shit of a, of a miserable excuse for a human being. Fuck him, um, and and all the other nonsense. Um, but yeah, uh, you can find us there. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us uh, over sixty-eight podcast directories just by simply searching "Press Pause Radio." Uh, but among those directories, prominently, as mentioned, we're on Spotify. We're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud. We are on Scatter uh, Radio. We're on Stitcher radio you can find us there where you can listen to this episode and several others of our backlog where we cover essentially what we've been playing and our thoughts uh feelings and overall vibes on the current state of the video game industry and culture and everything encompassing that uh, in addition to that you can also find us on youtube where it's been scant but we apologize we're still getting our uh, video production mojo and uh, plans underway to kind of jump up that content again over at youtube.com slash the PPR broadcast. Uh, you can still find past other play plays, uh, stuff recently done by me and Sean uh, for Mortal Kombat and then some other stuff in the pipeline. Uh, we still have our part two where we still got to finish Mortal Kombat mythologies, several other uh, ideas and ventures, as well as you can also find us on twitch where we'll be uh streaming demos previews and other stuff uh andrew's definitely been leading the charge there and me and him will absolutely be coordinating more community style uh streams uh we're on discord and we're that's still a project me and ed will have to sort out to uh basically best manage access and curate effectively so that way we could talk to all you guys and get some more vibes on what we could do to uh make the show better make the site better and everything else and Finally, uh, tons of different reviews are going to be hitting the site soon. Uh, overdue, and I apologize, that's my bad. Uh, Shovel Knight, Pocket Dungeon, Lost Judgment, uh, Demons of Asperberg, uh, fucking Windjammers 2, Sable, uh, SNK versus Card, uh, SNK versus Capcom Card Fighters, uh, along with a now showing review I'd like to do for both Shenmue the Animation and Cuphead. Because I'm digging it. I got to put some more time to Cuphead, but I'm, I'm digging what I'm liking so far. And then Ed's definitely got some. I mean, have you heard him earlier in the show? Uh, Bullet Heaven be cracking too. Take it away, Ed. Well, we've uh, published the top 10 shoot 'em ups of 2021 just today. So you can catch that on the uh, YouTube channel by the time this gets out. 
Uh, hopefully soon I'll also have the top five ACA shmups released in 2021. And we've got a couple of projects uh, coming up, including Tatsujin, Image Flight, and a few, uh, and Cresta. That's going to be a big one, actually. Cresta, I think, before the other two. So uh, look forward to those coming soon on Bullet Heaven. All right. Well, with that, um, keep an eye on the next episode. It's going to be featured topic, current climate of MMOs. I'm sure, like a lot of us have definitely some stuff that we're going to want to talk about and like this go we'll go into lost ark we'll go into fucking genshin impact we will go into uh the the good the bad and the ugly and some other thoughts um and yeah aside from that this is georgie boys act hack your fucking wii u hack your 3ds hack them together make a wii u ds i don't give a shit just hack them Get, get it while you can and get get you some of that good shit. Get you some of them good eats while they're still on the table. Yeah, this is Sean, dude. Uh, let's let's take back our graphics cards, okay? Yeah. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm <laughs> telling you. Fucking fight crime with crime. Like, I, I, I mean, is it crime? Who knows? Robin Hood that shit. Let's Robin Hood these fucking crypto bros. And uh, this is Ed. Uh, Retro was the best in the past oh geez uh when i say robin hood the crypto bros by the way i mean like you know the the man who robbed from the rich and gave to the poor not that shitty financial platform that's like fucking helping the crypto bros fuck that shit yeah fuck that <laughs>